Stocks, let's talk. Stocks, let's talk. Stocks, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. We're in. This is Stocks, Let's Talk. I'm Steve Healy. With me today is Sophia Rossi. Sophia, how are you doing? I'm good. I am so excited to do this. Now, you are not really in, I'm going to introduce you to people here. You're not really a stock market person, but you're one of the great vibes perceivers out there. (laughs) And we've been circling this concept of vibes investing here in the show, and we wanted to talk to you about it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm new to the stock world. I listened last week. I'm a big fan of Little Esther, and Esther and I have a weekly chat every week where we talk about um, trends and things that we're into, mostly things that are at Air One. Um, But I thought that stocks were something that, like, it was weird to me that she said stocks was about gambling because I thought, to me, people who do the stock market, like, went to college and were, like, really smart. So, like, I didn't think I could, like, get into stocks, but then the way you guys described it last week. And part of, one time in quarantine, I downloaded the Robinhood app with a friend, and I was, like, going to be playing around with it and lost interest. But now I'm like, if I like trends and I like this, like, I think I could play around. Okay, well, we should say right off the top, our disclaimer, we don't know <laughs> what we're talking about. This is nothing we're saying is investment advice. This is an entertainment podcast, but exactly the transition that you're talking about, the transition from the stock market being like a thing that highly intelligent people in suits did on Wall Street into something that anybody is doing on their phones all the time. Reddit is skewing the market this way and that. Today is, uh, we're recording on Friday, January 22nd. By the time this episode is up, something new will have happened uh, from Reddit or Twitter or whatever. Some crazy movement in the stock market. It's been super weird and frothy is an overused word to describe it. So you're exactly in the mindset that we need to be addressing here on Stocks Let's Talk. Yeah, I didn't know that I had like skin in the game. So I'm ready to I'm ready to go. Okay, well, give us a little background on who you are. You were born in LA. Is that right? Yes, I'm a rare person born in LA. um, And I did not go to college. And I worked in reality TV before for the MTV show The Hills in the City. And then um, I started a website with my business partners, Zoe Deschanel and Molly, we did Hello Giggles, it was like a curated online magazine. And I did that for a bunch and consulted on Glee. So I've always really loved like pop culture and been like an early adapter to social media and that very much about like curation. So I have like a lot of interests and I get really obsessed with things. And so I moved on from media and get really curious about like food and beverage. So now like all my interests are about like the food and beverage world and, um, I'm consulting for like a natural foods company called Bragg and I'm looking to launch a spice company in we'll say by summer, but late spring. Okay. And what can you tell us about the spice company? Last time I talked to you, you were looking to break open the spice game. You pointed out that basically there's only one brand of spice for sale at your grocery store. Why should that be? How can we change that? Are we still playing yeah, and in that I area? I worked through a few things. I mean, the whole thing sort of started, like I met this chef, Roy Choi, who was sort of like the beginnings of the food truck revolution in LA. And he brought to mind like healthy fast food. And I was trying to really work through the concept. But after having like a media company, I really wanted like a tangible product. And what I really realized was that um, 
there isn't a lot of opportunity for people to feel like they can be like modern day chefs. And now with quarantine, I feel like grocery, we went from eating out four days a week to like probably none at all. Like, I don't know that people are still doing takeout in the same way. I think it's going to meet in the middle, but I think now I'm really excited to see how big grocery is. And so I just like love the world of it. So we're going to do season packets and it'll be just like everything you need, but add a few ingredients for like comfort meals. Gotcha. Um, so I yeah. go to the store, get some vegetables or whatever, and then you've got the packet. I throw that in there and I've got a delicious flavor. Yeah. So it'll be like chef, chef driven culinary recipes at an affordable cost and just making like your average meals feel taste a little bit better and feeling like there's a reason to cook at home. So it's like comfort classics. Awesome. Did you get into like Blue Apron or any companies like that, either as a consumer or in another way? I tried in the early stages of it, but I never really got into food delivery or any of those things. I always a little like skeptical about it. I felt like the quality of the food didn't do really well, but I did notice that people had a reason to show off their food. And so I think that now, especially in quarantine, I've seen so many people just like posting these recipes and get I, I mean, I went through like the sourdough starter. Like I think I think those are cool. Like, I don't think those are played out to like do what everyone is doing in food trends. Gotcha. Do you think that we're past, like, it seems like 2007, 2008, like food was just this huge thing. Everybody was watching food shows. Are we over that? Is that here to stay? Was there a sort of food fad that has come to go? Give us your sort of very recent history of where we're at in food and where you think we're going. Okay. From what I have been picking up on, <laughs> based on a little bit of research and just in my relationship to my new company and Bragg, is that we've never, like, e-commerce has never really gone in the food department. Like, we're just now being able to order food online. So there's, like, a huge opportunity for that with the Instacarts and, and all that. But I think that what really will change is that you might start ordering directly from Target, directly from Walmart, and sort of skip the Instacart third party, and that you will continue to buy your groceries online. You will continue to buy food online, whereas before, people, I think, just weren't doing that. And I think fast food's going to have a huge um, bounce. I think we noticed, especially in a natural foods way, that people did not run to the healthy, you know, alternatives during quarantine. They went to their comfort classics. So like Coca-Cola, you know, the McDonald's, like they're all getting healthier menus and plant-based to a certain degree. I don't really believe, I know it'll do well, but I just personally don't like the impossible or the beyond me. I think we're going to like move past that. I think chickpea is like a big ingredient that we're really going to move towards. I think actual plant-based um, recipes will be big, but I think food is going to be, I don't know if food culture, like cooking shows will be the same, but I think in terms of consumer goods, it's like, and tools, like the air fryer constantly, like the, you know, the rice cookers, like constant, like solutions, like tools are going to be really big, I think. The air fryer is getting such a workout over here. We tried some air fried onion rings recently, some air fried nuggets. The onion rings we couldn't quite get right, but it was our first shot at them and they definitely weren't bad. They just weren't like crispy the way, you know, like a bar deep fried onion ring is going to be. Chicken nuggets were awesome. They were really delicious. The secret maybe is putting a little pickle juice on there, which is what they do at Chick-fil-A. That was what my wife was cooking up and they came out amazing. And I think any kind of uh, nuggeted food would be incredible in the air fryer. Yeah, I think all those like social media, like Pinterest is moving into Pinterest stories. And like a lot of that is to like break down food recipes. And obviously TikTok has like a huge food thing. I think people like the experience of food, maybe not in like 
linear like TV in the same way. I mean, I'm sure cooking shows still do well, but on social, it's still like food is a very big world. Okay, and let's keto, go. Like we're still in like the keto world. Let's go back in your career for a minute. Media. Can we talk about media for a second? I've been following the phenomenon of like sub stacks. It seems like a few brands like the New York Times are stronger than ever, but in general, media is highly diffused. People kind of have to be their own kind of one person shop. Are you seeing, do you see any future for something like what you guys did not even that long ago at Hello Giggles? Will there be like websites that are like magazines or is that kind of an no, old phenomenon? The truth is like, I'm going through a new phase where I'm like really excited about how wrong I was about things because I just like feel empowered of being like, oh, I was wrong about that. Like, and I think in terms of Hello Giggles, we had raised money and then seven months later, they're like, the Pritzker family was our lead investor and they were basically warning us that media was going to be dead and that we had to sell right away. And I thought they were so wrong and that they were like selling a short and I bet on the people around me who knew better than me, a lot of finance people and bankers. And they were right. Like all the people that were our competitors back in the day, like the Refinery29. And but I just think media is a bad business. I'm sure you can have other forms of it. Like I still you know, the New York Times doing well, that's great for them. But I think that if you're an average, like, sort of social commentary website, I don't know why you wouldn't just have a podcast or like post directly through your social, you're getting all your traffic from there. And I just like don't see the same business. But I mean, I would not bet on media, like they couldn't offer me timing stock. I was like, I don't want this. Wow. Is there any <laughs> media company stock that you'd like to have right now? I mean, is like Netflix considered media? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I would like to have Netflix. I love Disney. I think that's, I like the only thing I can think of being excited to go back to is all I want to do is go to Disneyland. I can't believe it's like <laughs> that basic of me, but I was trying to be like, what am I excited to go back to? And I was like, honestly, the idea of just like going to Disneyland, like it just felt so like pure. Yes. And I don't want to go to like Sunset Tower for dinner. I want to go to like, I want to go to that or a dinner downtown or a museum. So I think that experience, I want experiences again. Okay, and you you might be able to go to Disneyland and get your vaccine and then cruise right in because Disneyland I mean, here is gonna be a vaccine uh, station. So are you thinking that things are fair, we're, vaccines are underway, we're a little slower than we should be, but do you think that things are basically gonna go back to normal by summer, by fall? Will there be a lingering, um, hesitancy for crowds for big events what's your sort of long-term prediction for the rest of the year 2021 you know i want to be wrong i just i keep hearing that people who get the vaccine you can still carry it you can still you know so i just feel like there's we're going to get the vaccine and there's still going to be hesitation i think shut-ins will be shut-ins and i also think people want the opportunity i know as many people want to go back to life i think also probably there is a percentage of people who want to stay back. I would say fall is my guess. I'm sort of going around like the Facebook people, employees are going back to work. They said as of September and I like sort of just feel like big tech in terms of corporation kind of leads a lot of that narrative. Um, so I'm thinking like fall. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I think people will not dine out the way they used to and they won't have the money to. So I think I'm really, I'm really excited about fast food. I just think that's like fun. I like we had a really big phase where I was healthy and eating all these like alternative foods, like the gluten-free stuff. And now I like hate them. And all I want is like a real Coca-Cola, like real, like I want to like splurge on things, not every time, but 
I really understand the value of like just having the real thing. So yeah, I was, I, uh, do you remember the book and then movie Fast Food Nation? I was talking to somebody yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, like yeah. one of the last nonfiction books that I remember everybody I know reading, talking about it. And that was like almost 20 years ago. And Basically, I think fast food is more popular than ever. I mean, that book was a damning, just run across how terrible this food is for you, how bad it is for the people that work there. And yet here we are. I love going to In-N-Out. Uh, I probably eat more fast food than I did back then. The book did not have any effect on me. The cultural change that could have happened just didn't take. People are more into fast food than ever. It, yeah, and I don't think it will. I mean, I think it pushes people to have more on their menu that's for healthier options which i think is always a good thing and like their supply chain could obviously get better and more ethical but overall like price wins and taste wins and both of those things exist in that and they really got it down like the fact that they had drive through so well i mean a lot of these sort of drive through or fast food places are figuring out like the technical aspect of picking up things like with taco bell they'll like sense you're nearby and tell you what you might want to order like i think that's cool like i think that's like effective and and nice. I'm just over the sweet green, like $19 salad that I like never got right. So I'm excited that it feels more like democratic food and we can make fast food better, but like, I also think it's cool. Okay. You're somebody who always has passions and obsessions. What's the latest? Give us a rundown on what's on your mind. What's getting you out of bed? What's inspiring you? What, and what, by the way, reverse obsessions, things you don't like and are angry about and you see going away or see a dark future for okay i am obsessed with my peloton okay I yeah i wanted I, to talk about peloton yeah i know i don't i'm like so i think it's cool that joe biden has a peloton i want to like fight for him to be able to have it in the white house it mm -hmm. changed my life i cannot yeah. believe i even spent that much money on soul cycle classes before i can facetime my friends or video chat my friends during a class I just, I think it's amazing. I think they have good price options for it. I think the annoying thing is, I guess they're all back ordered and they're figuring out that stuff. I miss group classes. Like that was a big thing for me, like hot yoga, yoga or dance classes. So I was really depressed in the beginning of quarantine and I could not figure out my workouts. And I hate to say it, like I would do an ad for Peloton and I don't care if it sounds basic. It's just the best thing to happen to me. I love it. I'm on a Peloton group text with like all these like divorced dads who are just getting it in in the morning. And oh I'm just like God. down to ride. The so, social yeah. power of Peloton is incredible. My wife is the same as you. She's on a, a group. She's got to be on there at a certain time. She, it makes her happy. Yeah. It's, it's joyful. Crazy. She's like when the Beatles ride came out, she's like, you got to get on here for the Beatles ride. And it's great. I can see the, I sort of thought I misunderstood Peloton when it came out. I, I'm like the only person on there that ever, I think ever does the scenic rides. Cause I thought that was what Peloton was going to be all about. You know, you'd pretend to be in the Alps or something. As far yeah. as I can tell, nobody in the world uses it for that at all. Everybody is just doing group classes with their friends. Um, another thing I'm really into is it's really too expensive right now, but I'm hoping that it gets better is the e-bike. Have you ridden one of those? No. What's that? The electrical bike. It like gives you a little push. They're like, two thousand dollars or something way too expensive oh like a pedal but, assist like regular bike but that you can cruise around the streets on yeah and you charge it okay um, so i think like outdoor activities and things like that i i'm really into i'm really against i like hate to use the word hate i wasn't allowed to use it growing up but i hate my iphone i think my iphone wow. is okay. ruining my arm i think that i have the 12 
and it truly feels like like metal inside of my body. I think it's terrible. And um, I am not ready to be a Samsung person, but I also think with all the features they're coming out with, like I don't care about Apple Fitness. I don't want them to do self-driving cars. I just like, I'm ready to be done with Apple. Perfect your phone. Is too heavy for you? What's the, what's the problem in a nutshell? It's too heavy. Someone just told me to get the mini because, but I literally feel like Spider-Man where like my arm right, is yeah, the web. stuck in this way that is like giving me carpal tunnel just like in seconds. So I'm against, I think the thing that I'm on a day-to-day very against is uh, my Apple phone. Remember when Dell came out and they just made kind of like a super simplified laptop and everybody was getting a Dell? I wonder if... Apple, like if it would be possible for some company to just be like, here's a cheap, super light cell phone and you can text on it, do your social on it. It's got a pretty good camera. Or if like the camera and the the apps and whatever has just been too monopolized by Apple and there's just no room for a competitor to make like a light, easy, simple phone. I think there is. I mean, they have the light phones. I think it came from like the Google um, uh, brainstorm thing or and I got it and actually never showed up. I have to see, but the idea was like, it wouldn't have apps on it. I'm not, I'm, I don't Postmates anymore. I'm a recovering Postmates. I don't do Uber. I don't do any of those things right now because where I'm living, they're just not an option. And I love it. I, I don't, I don't like that relationship. I don't, I want to like pick up my food somewhere or make my food. It's a super weird relationship to just have a person like go to a restaurant and bring your food to you. Just a total middleman between you and the restaurant. And in the ideal transaction, you don't see them or interact with them at all. <laughs> kind yeah. of weird. So I, I think it's like honestly bad energy. I mean, when it, there was a rainy season last year and I had a friend tell me like, can you imagine the bad vibes of your food arriving? Just like someone in traffic coming to like bring you an earth bar smoothie. And I was like, that is disgusting. I don't want to be a part of it that world I don't I don't really need that function and now especially with like the stores and supporting your local restaurants like I love going to pick something up I think that's so fun gotcha so you're out there driving around LA and you're you're living in the world even though you're not uh, interacting with people and yeah um okay what else are you obsessed with and then I'm gonna throw some companies at you and tell me what your impression of them is um what am I also am I obsessed with uh I, I still am obsessed with podcasts. I like, I like really, I still feel like I have friends who aren't. And, you know, actually Esther and I were talking about it yesterday. She's like, I just don't think that podcasts have like even hit where they're supposed to hit. And I was like, thank you. Like there aren't too many podcasts for me. Like I, I just need more. I'm, I'm like, I run out. Like I need, I need more in my life than that. Um, what else am I obsessed with? I'm obsessed with cooking. I really am. And I don't need to be good at it, but making myself a meal is just the ultimate way that I feel like alive. Are you going out to the grocery store or is that where the Instacart, are you on Instacart? I'm going to the grocery store because where I'm at, there's not a lot of people. um, And I enjoy that. And there's also like a farm stand near me that I, I get, but I get if people have to order their groceries as well. But I sort of order for the week and then I try to figure out what recipes I can make from each of it. I kind of love going to the grocery store. I get I such love, a soothing like, feeling there. Yeah. I mean, part of my like trend reporting is going through the grocery store. Like big thing in food and beverage is to be like, how are we invent- reinventing the aisle? And so like, I love to see 
how things are packaged and how things are in different, how they're putting it in different aisles and, and how they're placing it and what's new. Like, I'm always surprised to see what gets at Whole Foods versus what's at Trader Joe's versus Kroger. Like I, that's like, I nerd out on that stuff. So I am a grocery store goer. Okay. We've talked a bit about food. What about beverage? What are you drinking over there? Are you, are you seeing any okay, trends? So I, haven't, I feel like, I think a big trend is going to be non-alcoholic. Okay. Uh, sure. I really did not think that I'd be a part of that. I um, decided to like be sober for the last few months of quarantine just to, you know, sort of see what that was like. And I've enjoyed this mocktail. I think there's a few companies out there. I'm doing this one free spirits, but there's kin, there's Gaia. Like I think the, the idea of participating, I never got why you would want a mocktail, but now it's experienced to me and it's flavorful. So I think that will be really big. I think that sparkling water, even though I enjoy it, I saw a study today that it's like, you know, there's like PSA or whatever EPA things in them or whatever it is. It did not sound mm-hmm. good. So I feel nervous about that, but sparkling teas, I think, um, all things with like immunity. So I know I work with this company brag that does the original apple cider vinegar and their sales were like off the chart. Cause like home remedies and things like that. So I think, and soda, I mean, I honestly like love Coca-Cola. I think LeBron going to Pepsi is going to have a big push. Oh, I hadn't even heard about that. LeBron is endorsing yeah. Pepsi. Well, they're saying that he's going to go, it's going to be Mountain Dew, but it's the Pepsi wow. company. Now, but why like, would that be a choice for him? <laughs> I think it's cash. And honestly, though. <laughs> Probably has, to, has a role to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also have to say, I think that's like making my point even stronger is that people did not run to like the cleaning supplies that had the healthiest ingredients like during this time they went to straight Clorox Tide like I think we were I think it's nice to improve things but I think we were like duped a little bit that those things were better when like in times of emergency people were like what has the highest level of alcohol in it to clean my counter what is going to make me feel good and it was like a coca-cola you know that is what you wanted not necessarily a CBD beverage. I know? wondered if we'd go back to even like um, harder core, harsher, like 19th century cleaning stuff like borax and like lye soap, which arguably is totally natural and is like really strong and crazy. Maybe that's- I mean, that would be a business. If you were like, this really takes care of the plague, like you're- <laughs> I'm going to take a look at Borax and see what we can do with them. Okay, I'm going to throw some company names at you and you just give me your like vibe, take, opinion, what you think. Again, as we said, nothing's investment advice, Sophia. If you can't speak about something because you're, uh, you know, representing them or something, we obviously understand. Let's start with Spotify. I'm kind of over Spotify. I, I'm not into the podcast like format of it. I listened to Joe Rogan. Um, and then I just, I like the Apple or the iTunes podcast layout or whatever. So I'm, yeah, me too. I'm, I get it. I don't really love being an algorithm. I'm happy that the, the algorithm knows more than me sometimes, but I'm not that happy. Like I what, don't really. Where are you streaming your music? I mean, I am using Spotify. Okay. So, got it. But I, if you took it away from me, I'm sure I could figure it out. You'd find something else. Okay, how about LaCroix La Sparkling Water? Are you a LaCroix fan? Where are you at on that? I'm not. I, I'll have it in my house just because I tried bubbly. I've tried a few of them. But I'm really into Topo Chico. 
I do think sure, they need yeah. more papers. I want, do you remember um, Canada Dry? Sure, yeah, that was big in New England. Yeah, so like, I feel like I want something else out of sparkling. I like Waterloo. I don't know, they're also sort of the same to me. I, I, if they all merged, I'd be like, that's probably the best way to go. <laughs> okay, so. Amazon. I, yeah. I, for Spice, I asked if we could launch on Amazon because I obviously know that like it does really, I don't think of another thing. I always just order from Amazon. But the argument was that for small businesses, I do know it does launch a lot of small businesses. So I see the pro for it, but it like makes it pricing really challenging. So I think that I'm a no for Amazon. So Amazon's, Amazon's a no just because you as a small business person, it doesn't work for you as a, as a marketplace. Yeah, as a utility, I'm happy it exists. I right. just like if I were a new business, I I don't I think I wouldn't be like you need Amazon to survive. I'd be like you need big box retail. Like you need to because eventually the Costco's and all the big box retailers are going to try to compete with Amazon. You know that Walgreens is not going to want you to buy their products on Amazon, so they're going to figure out how to do that. And so I'm sort of with the big box retailers. When's the last time you were in a Walmart? Great question. Um, oh, I went on a road trip um, this summer. It, so like about a few months ago. Got you yeah. stopped in there. Any I'm impressions? A I'm a big Target head. I love, love Target. I think Target's going to be like eventually people's grocery store. Yeah. What's not to For like food. about Target? How about yeah. AT&T? Any take on AT&T? They've got HBO Max now. They're kind of like in half-acidly competing in the streaming space. No, they're always sort of losers to me. Like they always try to like, remember those um, online, those like phone app content companies they kept trying to launch? Totally, that yeah. Someone told me once, I was like, why do they keep putting all this money into this like weird like content just for your phone? But then apparently the more content you have on the phone, the more data you use. And so they can just charge you more. So I was like, they're dark. I don't like that. Oh, that's brilliant. I had no idea. Yeah, that's so like, they didn't even... They would just pick up all these shows where I was like, what is happening over there? And it was all just for your data. And I was like, this is shady. Oh, those rascals. Okay. How about movie theaters? Do you think post pandemic, those are going to come back? Will we be going to the movies in the same way? Will it have a cool like niche experience or what? Um, I think no, I don't need the movie theater. Um, you could probably convince me of some, like, I thought the drive-in scenario sounded great. So if we're going to sort of, pivot to that but in terms of like the amcs and all that it was sort of just like a nostalgic experience that you liked in your town like i grew up in la and if you ask me what i miss i'm like i miss going to century city it's like very specific to how uh -huh. i grew up but like i don't miss going to the arc light i don't miss you know the experience of seeing a movie in the theater i'm it's loving it seems like somebody should have jumped in with like a chain of cool pop-up drive-ins or something. It seems, doesn't it feel like there was a missed opportunity there? I mean, I yeah, know there was a drive-in here and there, but like nobody's emerging with like, okay, we've got this new business, which is drive-ins. And hopefully even after the pandemic, people are going to be into it. I think you're right. I think people just didn't want to accept it because they kept being like, we're going to come back next month. We're going to be back next month. But right. Walmart, Walmart had this huge plan to make all their parking lots drive through. I remember reading that and was like, whoa, that could be a game changer. But then I think everyone was sort of just waiting to see. It feels like everyone didn't, right, didn't take that opportunity because they were waiting to see if it would be allowed back. But I don't, I mean, what do you think about going to the movies? 
I don't know. I haven't been to a drive-in. Um, I, I always like to go to the movies, but I'm fine with streaming things at home. I think if movie theaters came back tomorrow and everybody was vaccinated and we didn't have to worry about um, COVID, I'd probably go to the movies six times a year or something like that. I mean, that's a cool experience, but if that's what you're getting, then there won't be movies and it will be in a death spiral. And I'm a little worried about it. I don't, I don't see movies coming back stronger than ever. I feel like AMC had that offering where they were like, for a hundred dollars, you can have your own theater. And like that didn't even pop off. So I was like, if you are not trying to make that work, I don't know if you can make that, you know, you can have a comeback. How are you, how about the container store? They made a deal with Marie Kondo. They're getting a new CEO. Do you, some people I know are obsessed with the container store. Some people seem to find it annoying. Any thoughts on the container store? Um, I, it, it's not for me, but I, I love cleaning out things. I like famously will go to my friend's houses and like just purge for them. So I think anything that is supports that is positive. I'm not a person who has stuff. I think having stuff is like weird. So I like am constantly, I mean, I don't um, have an attachment to things, you know, so I, I love the idea. So I think the container store definitely makes a solution. Anything that, but I really didn't like that home edit show when they were like color coordinating. I've heard I, a little bit about the home edit and it seems a tiny bit psycho to me, but. I hated it. I hated it. I do not believe there should be like canisters of rice in your kitchen. I think like, I want to see the brand. I love, like brands work so hard to have design packaging, like show me the packaging of your house. I do not want to just see a canister of white rice. Like I care what kind of rice you're using. I want to know if you're using Lindbergh. Like I just hated that show so much. And do you have a take on Elon Musk, Tesla, that whole scene? I, you know, I thought about this before I went on and I was like, I'm going to be wrong about this. And I get it that Tesla is like so big and so famous. I just, I'm over it. I just, I don't, I want something new to come along. I don't think it's, you know, Apple and it's self-driving car, but if another cool company, I think the design of the Tesla is cool and they are, you know, constantly doing it, but they're not being that creative. It's not really, it's a little too constantly futuristic. Like I, I want something a little simpler, a little more low key. And so I'm looking, if GMC had like a dope pickup electric truck or something, I'd be like, that would get me excited. Or like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, like I want like a take on classics. I don't oh, really, yes. I don't want to feel like I'm in the future. So I'm like happy for Elon Musk, but we're I all happy need, for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's brilliant and all that, but I don't need to like support him, you know? So. Gotcha. Before we let you go, Sophia, talk us through your Robin Hood. Are you into Robin Hood itself? And what are you paying attention to on the stock market itself? Okay, so I listened, the reason I downloaded Robinhood is I listened to the Spotify podcast Snacks Daily from Robinhood. Okay, and, all right. And, and so I was like, okay. Kind of like, competitor, I, but that's cool. Sorry, all right. Well, listen, you have to, their rap theme song is something to forget. It's so <laughs> But I do feel, I don't love their tone. It sort of reminds me of The Skim, which is like a female newsletter. They're a little too, like, cheeky for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I liked the idea that it could make, Truthfully, I thought stocks was something just smart college people did. I don't even really know how you go about buying a stock. So the idea that that was a solution for it sounded great. And then I keep hearing about all these terrible things that people have got happened to people who got too deep into Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And like, so I don't know if I will do it that way, but I do know because of this podcast and because of Esther, I am going to invest in stocks this year. 
Wow. So, okay. Yeah. You what are you looking for when you look for stocks? Well, I don't want to do the obvious, even though I love Disney and I love Netflix. So that just feels like boring to me mm-hmm. or any of like farm energy or pharmaceutical. Like I'm sure I can make money off that, but I just don't feel like that would be exciting to make money off of. But I think I'm going to focus on the things I know, like food and beverage mm-hmm. uh, and sort of keep my eye out on things like that. And um, I'm really going to wait for when masterclass IPOs, because I really believe in like having not gone to, gone to college, like the online education tools of it. So I'm really excited about when that comes about. It feels like that's going to be soon. Would you recommend any particular masterclasses to us? Um, <laughs> well, that's also the other thing is, is like, I want them to have better classes. So like, <laughs> I, so I think if they go public, they'll feel pressure to like make it a little bit better. But I care nothing about acting. And I did the um, Natalie Portman one. And I thought oh that was interesting. I'm going to check Alice, that out immediately. Yeah. The Alice Waters one is great for, um, for cooking. I um, love Ron Finley, the gardener. He did oh, he had a okay. great, um, you know, if you know nothing about plants, you could watch this and immediately start to plant a garden. Oh, yeah. Actually, another thing I've been really into is my vertical garden. Um, I got one of those lettuce grows. Yes. And so any sort of like solution tool that allows you to participate in things that you thought you put it, I'm really into. Very cool. Sophia, thank you for being on Stocks Let's Talk. So much oh to, God, to, to think about me. and take forward. I think this was one of the better episodes we've had in terms of giving people some perspective on the trends and where we're coming from. We're trying trying to get more. It seems like there's a huge hole in the stock market where like women and especially young women weren't, as you say, weren't really involved. And now the the barriers to that are going to be eliminated. And I am certain it's going to have an impact. And it seems like uh, for your stock market trader, there could be some opportunities there. I know. I mean, if it's like on vibe and betting on things, I feel like women should be crushing this. I like want to start a separate group check with Esther being like, do we do a small fund? Like how yeah. do we, how do we do this? This will be the year of the young woman investor. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. Keep crushing it and we'll talk soon.